Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. everybody. It's Mary here, and I am excited to tell you who is going to be on this show today. Susie Eller. And y'all, I've known Susie Eller for quite a few years. Susie served as a speaker and writer with the Proverbs 31 ministry for 14 years. And that's where I met her. I met her at a She Speaks conference years ago. But Susie is also a best-selling author. She is a speaker, and she is the co-host of a great podcast titled More Than Small Talk. Y'all, and all of her links are going to be in show notes today, but I want you to sit back, enjoy my conversation with Susie. She has got some wisdom to share with us today, and I know you are going to be blessed by what she has to tell us. Enjoy. Welcome to the show, Susie Eller. I'm so excited hey, you're I'm here. I'm so glad. Oh, I am excited to be here with you. Now, y'all, I have to tell y'all, every time I see Susie, I always, in my mind, because I'm very visual, I see T. Suzanne. Because that's, <laughs> that's like her title, T. It Suzanne. Was, it, it was. It was. I, yeah, time. I ditched that about oh, six or seven years ago. And see? I don't, yeah. Okay, so we go back more than six or seven years. <laughs> Yes, we go back a ways, but um, and y'all heard all about Susie and all the accolades and all of her writing. Um, Susie is uh, we met a long time ago. I don't even I don't even know. I just know it was at a She Speaks and it was a long time ago. But Susie, I'm so glad you're here. I want you know, you've been around for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, You've been writing and speaking for a few years. Um, Susie's done radio. We were just talking about that. So she's and now she's a podcaster. So she's done a little bit of everything. But what I want to know is, Susie, why? Why did you start speaking? What drove you to that? I was driven to speaking by the invitations that wouldn't stop. Wow. And that sounds really weird, I think. But if I, when I first started, I started as a writer. I'm definitely a writer who speaks. You know, there are speakers who write. And I was so comfortable where I was at, which was I could write all day. I did face-to-face and small groups and, and worked within the ministries of my community. And yet these invitations kept coming. And honestly, when they started coming, I thought, and, and they came after the books came. Of course. And I remember thinking, no, this is for someone else. Surely this is for someone who is seeking this. This is someone who is for someone who is running after this, and this is their greatest mm. desire. This is what I believe is that sometimes God gives us the desires of our heart when we don't even know what they are. Oh. And that's that's what happened. Is finally after just I begin to pray about it and said, Lord, you know, if this is you, because I feel like I'm a communicator yes. of the gospel. I mean, that is, if I were to put one word, it is, it's not speaker, it's not writer, it's communicator. Mm. And 
So I stepped, started stepping into those invitations with great fear and great comparison because I kept looking mm. around thinking, surely this is meant for someone else. And there came a point where I realized that this is exactly what I was meant to do and love to do. And even still, though I had fear as I did it and was learning as I did it, I realized that this was absolutely part of what was my calling. Wow. Wow. Well, I love that you, because so many people do go after it, but you went after the writing. Mm -hmm. That was the call of your heart that drove you. That was the one. So we have listeners that, that are writers and listeners that are writers who speak and speakers who write. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you're, you drove after that, that um, writing. And I know a lot of speakers who end up writers because they need, they need Same to have thing. something. It's the <laughs> vice versa. Um, I, it it, I love that. So you've been doing this for a while. Tell us about one of your favorite, and it could be funny, it may be poignant, but one of those early day memories when Susie was just getting her feet wet. Oh, man. I, I remember being invited to speak at a church, um, a big church. It was my first big church. And I remember going, and I knew this material, Mary. I had it inside of me. I had written about it. I had been speaking about it as far as teaching yeah. uh, for a long time. And I remember going up on that stage, and I had my notes like they were manna. Like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> and I had elaborate notes and I, I, and I remember afterwards I was supposed to speak three times and I did at this event, but I remember walking off the stage and thinking I completely bombed that and I'm mm. not sure why. And I went back to my hotel room and was just frustrated with myself. I knew it, but I was trying to work a PowerPoint. I was trying to, uh. you know, all the things and good grief. I wouldn't, I don't do PowerPoints. I, I find them <laughs> useless. I don't do fill in the blank notes. I mean, I want, I want the heart of what I'm saying to land in somebody so we can yes. just connect now. But I didn't know any of that. Right, and right. So I realized that what threw me is I was so tied to my notes and my safety net that I wasn't able to be me. And so the next Ooh. morning I got up went to the next event. I'm looking at all these faces who the night before, whether they realized it or not, I had colossally bombed. And I remember thinking as I went up, I had my notes in my hand and I passed a trash can and I put them in the trash can. Wow. And I went up and I got behind the podium and I just shared from my heart and I knew it. I knew that outline. I knew all of the points. I knew everything I wanted to share, but now I was free to be Susie Right. I was free to share. And, and if you, if somebody might be listening to this right now, I'm completely freaking out and thinking, no, I have to have notes. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But this is the deal. Those notes for me, I had allowed them to be this huge stumbling block that didn't allow me to just share what I knew, what was in my heart. And I remember mm-hmm. afterwards, I got in the car with the, the women's coordinator after those two events that night. And she said, wow, something really happened between yesterday and today, which was a really nice way of saying, man, you stunk yesterday and today you did good. You did well. <laughs> anyway, That's funny. But it was a real, that was a teaching point for me that mm. 
I know it. I know this material. I have prayed over it. I have prepared it. It's in my heart. And yes, maybe I need just this rough outline up there so that if something happens, I can get right back on track. Yeah. But I needed to release the shackles of extensive notes, extensive PowerPoints that were supposed to somehow keep me in line and just let the word go out. That's good. That's good. I did the same thing when I first started. I would have pages and pages of notes. Pages and pages. And then I would spend half the time like flipping through them, trying to figure out where I was. Yes, because if you get lost and you have 22 pages of notes. It's going to take you a minute. (laughs) It's going to take you a minute. You're you're done. Yes, I quickly realized that I just had to let the Holy Spirit reign. So if you are listening, you're a note girl, I will give you a, a, a tip. And you may have done this. I went to big note cards. Yes. Where I could put three big note cards across there and really just points with the mm-hmm. with the with the key topics, and that's all yes. I needed. Yeah, um, because I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything that I felt God had given me. Yeah. But Susie, how many times have you gotten up to speak and you had this great this great illustration or this one great piece that completely you completely did not use, and you felt like you bombed, and somebody walked up and go, "Oh, that was amazing." Yes, yes. And you're like, so- what? One thing that was really helpful is uh, Liz Curtis Higgs was at one of the She Speaks. And for those who don't know, I was with Proverbs 31 Ministries for 14 years as one of their speakers and writers. And Liz was at one of the She Speaks and she got up and I mean, knocked it out of the ballpark. What was my job to be on the outside of the door when she came out just to make sure she could get through the crowds and and get to where she needed to be. Mm -hmm. And when she walked out, she looked at me and she said, I think I bombed that. Uh (laughs) I, I, I didn't say something that I really wanted to say. And I remember looking at her and thinking, okay, this woman just literally shook the house down. It was funny. It was insightful. It was deep. And she still yet had that little reservation. And that taught me something is that what is going on in my head is not necessarily what is going on in the heads of those who are listening. Oh, that's good. That's good. You mentioned something earlier and we just kind of let it slide, but you talked about comparison. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest struggles because I know there are women who have looked at looked at you as you're speaking and going, oh, I want to be Susie Eller. Well, there's there's only one Susie Eller. So tell, talk to me about the comparison. I call it the comparison trap yeah, because to me it is a trap. So it's talk to me about it. It's an absolute trap. Well, if we look at this in the, in the greater spectrum of mm-hmm. we're all called to share this beautiful gospel. That's right. Um, there are people that the Lord has placed on my path that I can minister in the way that he has created me with the message that he has placed on my heart, that maybe the person next to me is not doing. Yeah. But on the other side is there are people that God has placed in her path. And because of the way that God has wired her and the message that he has put inside her heart and that she has lived, there are people that are not going to be in my path that she is going to minister to. And when I look at that verse that says that one day we'll all stand shoulder to shoulder, Mm. every tongue, every nation, every tribe, and we'll be worshiping the Lord. I really think it would be a shame if we waited till then to experience that, you know, 
It is today. It is today that we're to stand shoulder to shoulder, just as God made us. That's right. And reach out with the the message that God has placed on our heart to reach a world that he loves. Yes, that's so good. And you're right. There's so, that's what I tell a consistent, my consistent message is there is only one you. Mm -hmm. This is for for the lit for y'all speakers, there is only one you and God has given you a very specific message. It it can only be delivered by you because mm-hmm. you are going to speak to people. We may have a very similar message, but I'm not going to reach the people that you're going to reach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love that. I love it when I see groups of speakers, writers, communicators yeah. coming together. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing with your podcast, because I think what you're doing is amazing. Okay. Well, thank you. So when I moved here to Northwest Arkansas, uh, it was the first time that I had lived anywhere where there was just this plethora of people who loved and did what I did. And so I kind of stalked Holly for a little bit. She, she says I didn't stalk. It was an absolute stalking. I, I, and this is Holly Girth. Holly, Holly Girth. Girth. Yeah. And I reached out to her and just said, hey, we don't know each other, but I would love to just meet and talk. And what's funny is we met at the library, which of course books. Right. Um, we did a, a video that very first day, just she and I chatting <laughs> that we shared and, and it wasn't planned, but it's, I hold on to it. It's really sweet. And then I met Jennifer, who was a friend of Holly's and we just really connected and we started doing these Facebook lives and they're hilarious. You go back to the first ones and they're like sideways and, uh, you know, all the things. But we did that for like two or three years. And one day we said, you know, we have really, we have something really special here. And maybe this could be a podcast. So we connected with our local radio station, which we had already done some work with them on some other stuff mm-hmm. and just said, we'd like to pitch this to you. And so we came under the umbrella of a local radio station. It's a regional radio station and began to do more than small talk podcast. And we will hit our second year in January of 2021. And it has just exploded. It has done so well. And it's wonderful. It's a, it is a great, I call it a great short listen because it's not long. It's not, what are they average Susie? So 18 to 22 minutes. Yeah. And then if we have a guest on, we may go to 28, 30 minutes. And then yeah. we do a second little spot the next day that actually is just three to four minutes. It's called a little more. Yep. And so it's, um, and it is more than small talk. I mean, we, we dive in as women do. And, and I think it's, it's, that's what I love about it is it feels like I'm sitting with my, with my girlfriends. Yes. Yeah, And it, you guys just invite people in. And I think that is a gift that you have as a communicator. And you mentioned it earlier when you went from writing to speaking, mm-hmm. that engagement. Um, yeah. That's, so we're talking to uh, speakers that are coming up, um, some that are, are out there doing the thing. Um, I would love for you, what would be the one thing you wish you had known when you first started? Oh, Wow that I get to do this, you know, and and I'm speaking maybe to a different crowd that maybe some of your other guests are going to speak to right? because I'm speaking to the woman who is a communicator who has been writing in whatever format and she senses God calling her to expand that umbrella of communication Mm. to speaking. Yep. And I would say that the first four years 
I was I was doing what I was doing. I was speaking out of obedience. Uh-huh. And one day I sensed the Lord saying, and this is this was such a pivotal moment for me. While I appreciate your obedience, when in the world are you going to embrace who I made you to be, who I know you to be? And I mean, that was just this pivotal moment. And I remember the next day, and this is what's crazy, Mary. I was in Europe. I was doing a four-country speaking tour with a group. And I'm still at this point looking at God saying, I know you meant somebody else. (laughs) Like, I know that this was really somebody else you're calling. But because I'm such a good, you know, Jesus-loving girl, I will do this out of obedience. And and it just this broken moment where the Lord just like shook me like Sue's. And the next day I stood up, I was in Wiesbaden, Germany, and I stood up in front of a group of women and I looked out over that crowd and I began to weep. And I Mm. thought, Lord, I get to do this. I get to. And I like I wanted to dance. I wanted to just shout and dance and say, I get to do this. That's right. And and, and I have to or I need to or I'm following out of sheer obedience, which is sometimes that's how we get there. Sure, sure. You know, that's really important. But I get to do this. And so mm. I would say to that one person listening right now who's really been putting this to the side and and giving all of these excuses to the Lord who created you and knows your DNA and knows the plan right. he has for you. And you've right. been telling him, nope, I think you meant someone else. I'm going to say to you, no, he means you. If he's calling you, he means you. And not only is this going to be a path of obedience as you begin, but this is an adventure and it's delightful. And there's going to come a point where you're going to realize I get to do this. I get to do this. And it's going to transition from a place of obedience to a place of joy. And there's a distinct difference. Susie, that is so good. That, that, that is such a good word. And I want to tack onto that. Listeners, I don't care if you're 25 or 65. Yeah. God calls us at different seasons. I know women who didn't start speaking until they were in their late 50s. Sure. And didn't start writing. I mean, wasn't it somebody who who was it that didn't start painting until she was in her 90s? You know, God calls us to different seasons. So don't let yeah. don't say this isn't for me because I've do this or I've done that. Yeah. Fill in the blank. I can't do this because of whatever. Yeah. This is the deal. If he is the one calling you, then say yes. Just whisper yeah. yes. Will you, will you maybe, is there a learning curve? Sure. Mm. And that's okay. The deal is, is when you're, when you're walking into a place of obedience with a heart open for joy, is that you never get up thinking, I got this. This is all no. about Susie Eller. You know, to this day, you know, almost 20 years later, I get up with a heart of expectation saying, Lord, what are you going to do today? Because you're using me <laughs> and you've chosen you've chosen this vessel and I have prayed and I have prepared. But what is your anointing? What are you going to do today to just absolutely blow my mind and show me, your, you know, that you're sovereign And it really, it's a game changer. And you know what I love, um, Susie, is I've known you probably for 10, 12, I don't know, a lot of years. Long time. Long time. But you personify that. 
I've mm-hmm. never met you that I did not think she's having the best day. <laughs> you know, and I know there were some of those she speaks that I was at when you were on staff over there that oh. you were you were covered up with work and oh you were stressed. Oh my goodness, we had 14 hour days. Yes. Like we started early in the morning and oh. then we were doing speaker groups at night and we yes. would go to our rooms and we were doing work for the next day before we yes. could go to sleep. They were exhausting. They were exhausting. But I never saw you that I didn't think Susie's having a great day. Mm, you always you, you you always personify. And, and whoever came in your path, you were always so excited. Y'all, Susie would see me and she would be so excited. I would be like, does she think I'm going to give her money? I mean, because <laughs> she is so excited to see me. Do I owe her something? You know. But in all seriousness, you were always, and it wasn't just me. It was everyone that came across your path. Is, yeah. And that's one of the things I I've left I love watching about you. women step into their calling. I love yes. watching women step into the truth of who they are. So, Isn't yeah. the truth? Yeah. Now, I have one. I have a question for you. I actually have two more, but this is the first one. Susie, you you get to go on the stage today. You're going to get to go to an arena. I know. I know. I totally hear that we can't do that. It's COVID. But in my world, we're going to do it. Okay. Yeah. You're going to get to speak to thousands of women. You can have one topic. What are you going to speak about today? What is the thing God says, Susie, this is the message. Get it out there. Wow. Now this, this will have changed over the years. Absolutely. So my one message today would be that we're meant to do our faith and our life together mm. and to remind them that joy is what marked the early church and we've lost that. So to yeah. reclaim what it means to love the world in his name and love each other in his name together. That's a good message. And that is one I, I wish I, I wish we could get that into hundreds of thousands of ears today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Susie, before we go, and you're such a treasure, what would be the one thing you'd tell these up and coming speakers? Oh, you know, I would say to you that when we talk about the word calling, we tend to make that real complicated and we kind of tangle it with our one year, five year, 10 year plans and social media and all the things we're supposed to do. And what I would say to you, while those things are good, that actually our calling is to listen for his voice daily and say yes over and over again. So whatever it is that he's calling you to do today, step into that, say yes, and let that unfold because that way it's his plans that you're going to be walking into instead of your own. Oh, Susie, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. You are you are a wise woman and a good friend, and you just bring joy everywhere you go. Thanks so much for being on the show. Absolutely. Oh, didn't you love Susie's words on calling to make it uncomplicated? Don't we overcomplicate stuff, y'all? But just to listen to his voice daily, say yes and walk in what he has for us for that day. Wow. I know I love Susie, and I know you got a lot out of her words of wisdom. Now, I just want to remind y'all, if you've not signed up for my email list, you can do that at takethestagepodcast.com. Y'all, it is once a week, I send you out a 
business prompt, just a reminder of what's on that episode. And then also, I, I try to always remind you to join the Facebook group. It's a vibrant bunch over there. We are chatty. We talk about a lot of speaker stuff. You can find us at Take the Stage. Just Google it. I mean, don't Google it. <laughs> Facebook search it. And we're a group, not the page. I look forward to seeing you over there. And until next week, I hope that everything that we do here, everything that I share helps you take the stage. Have a great day.